one. And here we go. <laughs> the silent count. I'm like I'm like Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Silent count. Welcome to a Good Exchange Podcast episode seventy one. Seventy one. So you got it right this time. Yes, sir. Seventy one. <laughs> Who's seventy one in the NFL? I do not know. It's probably like, uh, a, like an offensive no, I was going to say Titus Howard, but I don't think that's it. Oh. Yeah, it, yeah, those are the offensive lineman numbers. Yeah, but Titus. We have a I'm, suit for him at, at my job, actually. Oh, really? It's just sitting there. It's like, it's like two I suits. bet it's really like huge. <laughs> I don't know. It's plaid, though. It is, mm. it is plaid. It's like, well, it's like a pad. I, I think it's blue and red, so you might have been doing like, small a, plaid. <laughs> like a Texans colored thing. Because if they're big plaid, that sounds like a migraine waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like a big picnic blanket. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Titus Howard. Yeah, really. Though, yeah. Hey, you do your thing, man. Hey, does he still play for us? He does still play for us, but I think his future with the Texans is, I don't want to say it's in doubt, but I think it's oh. up for judgment right oh, okay. now. So. Hey, well, <clears throat> shout out to Titus Howard, yeah. man, Houston Texans and Suit Supply Legend. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I am your host, Malik Good. What are you? <laughs> I am. Next to me is the unofficial official co-host. Stephen A. Good in the building, sir. Dad, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm fantastic, Malik. How are you today? He's fantastic, man. I am blessed and never stressed. That's black privilege right there. There you, there you go. There you go. How's your week? Your weekend? Uh, the week has been very busy. It's been a good week. You know, the weekend. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Uh, got a chop. That was about it. That was the highlight of my weekend. That was all I wanted to do. So, Yeah, haircut's always good. I got my haircut yeah. yesterday right after work, so... It's it's always good. Get, yeah. It's always good to get a haircut going into the weekend. It's pay weekend. The weather is super nice. It just it sounds like a weekend where I'm going to need to be seen by people. Yeah. You know, do, do you think that there's any other pod that talk about haircuts as much as we do? I don't know. I'm not sure. I only listen to like two other pods. Right. Um and they don't so, yeah, so I don't. I think we might. We yeah, might. I don't. We might lead the league in, in, yeah. <laughs> in haircuts. I, th- I think it's. I think it's, it's very easy to underestimate the power of a nice haircut. Oh, hey, well, DJ Khaled said that he was like, when you get a haircut, you think clear, man. Like, and I, I believe I, it. I believe him. I, I, I believe it. Some of my best decisions have been made when I got a haircut. Yeah. I can remember way back in the day when I used to keep my hair a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. and I would walk out of the barber shop and there'd be like a nice breeze. And you can feel <laughs> that breeze go through your scalp, man. That was the best feeling. Oh, yeah. And that was the best feeling, yeah, but you know, my hair has got a little into it now, so haven't had that feeling yeah, in quite a while. Not but quite the same. Still, nothing like the power of a nice haircut. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I think that equates to like when a girl gets their like gets their nails. I'm done sure. And yeah, gets their hair done. Too. Right. I mean, I like getting my like I like to get a manicure and a pedicure right. too. So if I'm able to get like all of that done, I'm like. I'm really feeling like the one. Right. It's funny. Yesterday, I wore my sandals to church because I got off work and I wore these slides right, right. here. And one of the girls. So you were just comfortable. Yeah, I was real cozy. And one of the girls said, You have actually like really nice feet <laughs> for a guy. She said, They're moisturized. Your toes are good. She was like, That's good. And I said, Hey, you know. I'm surprised you didn't tell her, You know the vibe. <laughs> I, I think I did say that actually. I I'm said, sure you did. I said, You know the vibe. Yeah. Man. I said, It's me. What, what else yeah. do you expect? <laughs> and then I said, My dad would call me a metrosexual. <laughs> I would just call myself the one. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, you know. Nah, but you know what though? There's nothing wrong with the man who takes care of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's you know, cool, so. man. It's cool. Yeah. You never, you never know who you might see. Maddie mm-hmm. from The Bachelor was there yesterday. I was like, bro, like she could see, she could see me. Maddie, I'm not sure which one. Is that from this season? No, she was on Pilot Pete season a few years ago. That was oh. probably one of the worst seasons. Of I all didn't time. see that. I didn't watch that. Yeah, season, Pete so. had no idea what he wanted. Yeah, to Yeah, I didn't watch that season. So yeah, but yeah, but uh, glad you're you're having a good week. Yeah, how about you? Good week, good week, good week so far. Just been working. 
Got a haircut. Right. Um, had a good weekend. What I what I even do? Hung out a little bit. Saw Nady. Got to hang out with Nady and some other people joined us. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. Right. Sold some shoes. Got some extra bread. Hmm. That's always good. I got finessed the first night. <laughs> oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. I, uh, meeting dude for sell some shoes and he never showed up. So hmm. I went back home and went to sleep. Right. <laughs> but. It worked out because I I was able to get more money the next day, mm, so okay, it see. ended up working out. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. They say in adversity is when you really find out who you are, man. And exactly. I, I needed some extra bread, and I did what I needed to do. <laughs> and the bread came my way. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's like that quote: "Life is like a sandwich. No matter which way you flip it, the bread comes first." <laughs> So, okay, okay, hey. that's 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 some deep thinking right there. Hey, that is you. some deep hey, thinking right there. It's a, it's a lot of. We used to say, "I think I got PTSD." What is that? It's like potential to stack dough. <laughs> well, Malik is on his game oh, yeah, tonight. Got all, I got all the. Yeah, this, like, he's bringing the heat tonight. I, I, I do have another one, but I think I would get canceled. Uh, said, okay, well that would that would be, you can it. tell me that one off. Yeah, I'll off say, the yeah, I'll say that one yeah. off. Yeah, I'll tell you that off. But. But so far, yeah, good, good day. I mean, good, good day. Good. But it, well, it has been a good day though. It's yeah, been a great yeah, day, man. Yeah, weather is beautiful. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good day. When the weather, I'm telling you, when the weather is nice, it's just like everything. Yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. it's like when the weather is nice, life is nice. Mm-hmm. Almost like no matter what's happening in your life, you can yeah. look outside and be like, it's a it's a nice day. Yeah. Man. Well, you know, I, I heard somebody say it's a great day for a great day. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it's it's all it's always mm-hmm. especially because like I've had a few times where I've made plans to hang out. And like, like I think the last time I went to Top Golf, it was like fun, but it was like really cold that right. night. So it was, it was enjoyable. But I remember that night. It was I was like, thinking it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> and then even Top Golf, even when I went to the One Direction, I went. <coughs> listen, um, <laughs> it, it was freezing cold that night too. So. <laughs> hey, if you hear this, I miss you. You need to do something about those allergies. Oh, God, hey, the pollen is crazy. I'm telling you, my, my car is covered. My, my car looks yeah. like a taxi cab. Yes, my mine too. Yeah, mine, yeah. I, I've watched my car two weekends in a row, man. It's, it's yeah. as a matter of fact, my intentions were when I got home, I was going to rinse it off, but yeah. got tied up with blues. So you oh, know how that goes. Yeah. He, Shout out to Blue the Pup, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, good. Glad you're having a good week. I've had a good week, good weekend. Looking forward to this coming weekend. But um, Dad, I'm here today. I'm here to talk to him today. Okay. Word to word to Joe. But I remember he put out a pod, um, where he was kind of addressing some things. <laughs> he just right. said, "Talk to him." <laughs> so I'm here to talk to him today, Dad. And I was telling you a little bit off mic, but um. <clears throat> I tweeted something. I reacted to a tweet with my own tweet. And right. That tweet is drawn some reactions. Mm-hmm. So now I'm reacting back to the okay. to the reaction. Right. So preface for the listeners. I um I tweeted something. I don't even know how, how to say it, but I, I tweeted about should I say ministry? Sure. I said that Lakewood Church is full of frauds. <laughs> That's what I said. I'll right. just be honest. That's what I said. And right. I I will start by saying I don't have like a beef with anybody. Like this isn't about anybody individually. Like it's not like attack. Like I don't have any bitter feelings or anything towards anybody. This is just all come from a, just a series of moments that I've experienced and had, and uh, and people I know as well. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not the only one that. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not the only one that feels like that. I think a lot of people are starting to. I think a lot of people have felt like that for a while, but mm-hmm. a lot of 
a lot of people now here lately are starting to be more outspoken about it. Right. And I think when it's more, I think when multiple people are starting to speak about, I guess, the same thing or feeling the same way <clears throat> about a, a common place, then obviously there's something that needs to change. Exactly. And it sounds so, like something needs to be addressed. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I tweeted what I tweeted and it's drawn a bit of reaction. So I'm just going to take this time to kind of clarify okay. my tweets and, uh, and get to it. So yeah, I tweeted that uh, I said Lakewood was uh, was full of frauds, and like I said, not you know, dis- that's not a diss towards you know anybody individually or things like that. Like I said, just a series of moments that I've experienced and had, and <clears throat> you know, I think over time when you, you know when you grow up and you, and you go to church, you look at church as like a safe space, right? Like you look at that place where like you know, at least I envision that like you go there, you want to be able to like decompress. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're surrounded by people who you assume are like-minded and have the same, you know, spiritual goals as you. And so, that's you know, that's what I think uh, when you go to church. And so, I've been there for a long time. I've been a student there. I've served. I did internship. I paid to be there for a year and, and given time and effort and money there. And <clears throat> I've just had interesting encounters and I've had interesting things said to me by people you, you know. I've had things said to me that I didn't expect to hear from certain people right and i think especially when you're in like that place or you're in the church house it kind of it stings a little more i guess when you're hearing you're hearing things from people you don't expect to hear hear from in a place you don't expect it you know right like i know growing up mom used to always say she used to always say it don't hurt like a church hurt <clears throat> and i wouldn't say i have like church hurts but i, I think i have like church like rubbed the wrong ways <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. right like i'm not hurt but i was i was rubbed the wrong way yeah. uh a little bit man so i just you know um i won't go too too much in, into detail but i just you know like i said i've just had interesting encounters um you know and, and experiences you know i think one of the things that has made me feel uh a certain way about about the ministry is just i think there i think the culture that's been created um <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's it's just not a great culture. I think a lot of people, including myself, have kind of identified the culture that's there, and we've get, a lot of people have kind of just been like, "This isn't this isn't right." Like, this isn't how things should move in mm-hmm. you know in the church, especially. I think that's the big thing is because it, it, it's in the church, <clears throat> and I think that one of the things that just needs to change is I think there needs to be a shift in the culture. I think there needs to be more honest conversations. I think there needs to be more people who are willing to speak up and right. be honest and not, you know, put to the side. I think it's easy sometimes because like it's Lakewood Church, so it's it's a huge church. It's kinda like utopia for people. So right. it's I'm sure it's easy to get kinda lost in all that it is and all that it can become. But I, I think that there needs to be some culture change and a, a culture shock. You know, like I think of I tie everything with sports, so I think of like the Miami Heat. Like a lot of people always say um, <clears throat> they always say heat culture, heat culture. Like you want to go play for Pat Riley, you right. want to go play for the Heat because it's heat culture, and that's what they do. And and I, when I think about the church, it's like you know you want to have a good culture established. And so I just think that that's one of the things that needs to um, you know to be changed um, right. within within the ministry, man. And I just I hope that what I'm saying can start something. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to be like a revolutionary. Like, right, I understand. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not, I'm not Fred Hampton, but I just hope that, you know, it's, it's taken all in good, good graces and that, um, <clears throat> and that, you know, this dialogue will just be the start to, you know, just 
turning things around. Because right. like I said, it's just it's not just me. It's not just me that that uh that feels this way. So you know, but like I said, I you know something. I think one of the things that has bothered me too for so long is like when you you constantly you put so much time, effort, and consistency consistency and loyalty in a place and you know for a while i felt um i felt underlooked is that no. overlooked yeah over oh, underlooked I, I felt overlooked right underused um sometimes even even undervalued right. you know what i mean and and, and it hurts it hurts sometimes yeah. it hurts when you you're loyal and you're consistent and you put like i said i, I paid money to intern <laughs> and, right. and be there and you know it, it would suck sometimes to to, to see other people who come out of the woodworks have no right. idea who they are and they get this opportunity getting that opportunity right. doing this doing that and you have people like me and a bunch of other people who've consistently served and put all this time and effort who just constantly just get thrown the bone here every now and then but other than that you just kind of watch it from from the sidelines yeah. and, but and i will say though that i have had people there who have seen me and have pulled me to the side and have had really good you know, productive conversations with me and poured into me. So I am appreciative and grateful for yeah. that. But, you know, sometimes I wanted more. I wanted to be utilized and used more because at a time, that was my passion. Like, yeah. I, I wanted that. People just ask me all the time, what do you want to be? And I used to say, I want to be a youth pastor. Like, right. I want to be here. I want to work at the church. And, like, now you ask me, and it's kind of like, mm, I, <laughs> I kind of want to do something else. And, right. I, and I'm not saying that, you know, the experience that I've had have just, like, completely changed my thought and, and outlook on it. Like, who I could still potentially want to get back to that but right. I, I have definitely have just um you know i've been impacted by that you know mm-hmm. I mean, i've been told uh interesting things that have just kind of like i said just just rubbed me the wrong way right. a lot man and so it, it's just you know like i said i just hate that it's come from people that um you just don't expect yeah it to, to, to come from that's the that's the you have any but like I said, you can chime in or anything yeah. whenever ask questions. Well, you know, I'm I'm listening to you speak. I, I can't help but to be reminded of, of David. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and before David was anointed king, I believe it was a I believe it was the prophet Nathan, I believe, if I remember correctly. He was assigned to go speak with uh David's father. Mm-hmm. The Lord had sent him there to speak with David's father because the next king was going to come from there. And so he went and spoke with David's father. And so David's father brought out all his sons. They were all tall. They were all good looking. As far as the eye test, Mm -hmm. they passed the eye test. They looked like they should have been the king. But they weren't the one who who God had appointed, was going to appoint as king. There was one left, the one who was out in the field with the sheep. You know, the Bible refers to him as being ruddy, he, you know, because mm-hmm. he was out there in the sun. So he was ruddy. He was red. That was the one who David, who the Lord had was going to anoint as king. That was David. And Nathan's response was like, God looks at the heart. He, mm-hmm. he said, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And I say that because just from my own personal experience. Now, this is not me being um, impartial, mm-hmm. but just from the standpoint of watching you go through internship mm-hmm. and how you were dedicated and you were consistent, <clears throat> and there were those who were chosen to come back for a second term of internship, but you weren't. 
and you know like you said you know no disrespect to those who were chosen you know those people they 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 earned that position but honestly i couldn't help but to feel like that I'm trying to word this in a way that I'm not offensive, but I can't help but to feel like that they passed the eye test. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll put it that way. Right. I felt like that there was a certain personality type that they were looking for. There was a certain outward appearance or outward actions that they were looking for. But it's that deep inward thing, you know, I felt like is what was missed. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've heard me say this before that, you know, there's a saying that says, still waters run deep. Mm-hmm. And what I meant by that was like, you don't always have to be the loudest one in the room. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be boisterous. And you don't, you don't even have to be the one who's noticed the most. But that doesn't mean that you can't make an impact. Right. Exactly. You can have an impact in, in your own unique way. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like that was missed. Because if, <clears throat> I feel like if some of the people understood the depth of your wisdom, you know, just us uh, sitting here having the, these conversations on, on this podcast. I mean, week after week after week, I'm like literally like blown away by the depth of your wisdom. And I felt like some of that was missed. You know the vibes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like that was missed. Yeah. I felt like there was an opportunity for you to be placed in a position where you could have really impacted someone's life. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you have that kind of insight. Now, like I said, no disrespect to those who were chosen, mm-hmm. but I do feel like they passed the eye test. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things too that I was I was gonna bring up as well. I think sometimes there was just there's a narrative. I think there's like a it's almost like a pre kind of preconceived preconceived Yeah, yeah. Uh, of kind of what they want and what yeah. they're looking for. And it's sometimes it kinda of seems like if if they're if you aren't if you aren't who they want to see, then like right. you're just not going to be seen. Yeah, and I think that's something that that kind of I struggled yeah. with was like because I try I try my best to just be self aware, um, and and sometimes I feel like I do a pretty good job of just kind of accepting things for what they are. But that yeah. was a hard one to kind of accept. Like I yeah. was kind of like I think I'm just kind of not who they want to see, and yeah. I think a lot of people like not like I'm saying not it's not just me. I, I've had talked to people who also have felt the same way, and I think that's what hurts kind of me a lot too. It's like it's not just me like it's people that i know who i've seen be just as consistent as me paid money like me to be there and it's just right. like they just nobody was valued it was like the people that yeah. they wanted to see they saw them and that yeah. was pretty much it and you know and i think you know in all honesty they have every right to to do to do that if that's what they want if that's what they're looking for you know they have every right to do that yeah. but however i think in the meantime again i feel like there's a lot that you that you miss mm-hmm. you know how sometimes they say you can't see the forest for the trees mm-hmm. i think they were looking so much to see one thing but they didn't see the thing that they needed to be looking for right <clears throat> and so you know no disrespect, you know. I, I, you know, I, I have nothing, no, nothing negative to say about Lakewood. I have yeah, nothing yeah, negative no. to say about any of those who are who are members or yeah, those who are on staff yeah. or anything. You know, I, I have a great deal of respect for you know for Pastor Joe mm-hmm. and the ministry. You know, however, I just do feel like that there are certain people in place, like you said, who have this preconceived notion of what they were looking for, mm-hmm. but I think they missed the mark and. You know, I've I've always felt like 
Well, you know, since we're being real, you know, we said we were going to keep it real. So we're going to do that. You Just, know, don't say names. Or okay. <laughs> well, okay. But I was, I was going to say <laughs> that. About to go crazy. No, I was going to say that. You know, there are certain members who were there who are no longer there mm. who I really felt like to me, I oh. felt like they were the heart of that particular ministry that they were serving in. Right. And then once that person left, it was like to me, that's when the culture change began. Mm-hmm. And to me, it hasn't been quite the same. And so. Uh, I, I that, again, that was just another opportunity that was that I feel like that was missed there because I, I'm not sure why that person wasn't promoted from within. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, unfortunately, he, he moved on, and right. to me, the culture doesn't seem to have been quite the same since. So yeah, I, I think, and I yeah, I think you're right, and I think honestly, I think they're still really trying to find whatever it yeah. is that they're you know exactly looking for. There's been a lot of of changes in the, in, in the ministry. So I do think there is an effort being put in place, yeah. but, oh, excuse me, I just don't think it's, you know, it's exactly been, you know, been been found yet. But right. I, I agree with, I agree with, with everything you said. You know, I think that, like you said, sometimes we look, we look too far and what we, I guess, should be looking at is mm-hmm. just right in front of us. And right. Personally, like I said, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who were deserving of, of opportunities and, and chances and, and, and you know, praise and honor and it just a lot of people you know we just never got it including yeah. myself and, and I mean, we don't go there for that but seeing a lot of other people constantly get this and get that and yeah. get opportunities especially like i said people who seemingly just kind of came out of the woodwork <laughs> okay yeah i'm gonna I'm remind you of something i don't know if you remember this but there were a few times where you would be on your way out the door we may be having a conversation and we were talking about certain things maybe even, even in regard to the ministry and i had said to you you know Keep your options open, mm-hmm. and I would say, you know, you know, be mindful of other opportunities. I don't know if you if you remember that. I think I I may have only said it like once or twice. I mean, I didn't really push it, mm-hmm. but if you really want to know the truth about it, that's exactly what I was referring to, mm-hmm. because there were some things that I had seen and that I felt were transpiring, and it seemed to me at that point that there was no more uh, possibility for growth in that particular area. Right. And so I'm thinking, well, you know, I know what it is that you want to do, what you. Uh, what you were hoping to do, mm-hmm. but I felt like that avenue had been closed in that particular location. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would say, you know, keep your options open because right. you don't know what God is going to do. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we can get so stuck on a thing that we can, we can block our own blessings because yeah. we think that God is going to move us this way, yeah. <laughs> but all along he's moving us in a, an entirely different direction, you know? So yeah, and I think that's encouragement to like listeners too, like wherever they are, it could yeah. be church, work, relationship, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, you might be feeling that I guess that tug to 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 step out. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just, just stepping into stepping step. I said stepping stepping into the new. You know what right. I mean. So I I would encourage anybody, like you said, to 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 maybe step out and, and, and keep your eyes open because you just like you said, you never know. Like you, we could be we could be blocking a a, a big blessing. Mm-hmm. But I think the last thing I want to address too is just like I think because um, there there's been a lot of change. Like a lot of leaders have. Um, a lot of leaders have kept their options open and, yeah. and made the switch and made the change. And, yeah. um, you know, they voiced, some people have voiced like how it almost seemed like once they left, like people just viewed them differently. Like they're only like tied to, to the church, to Lakewood right. and that's it. And like, mm-hmm. and that Jesus doesn't reside anywhere else. Yeah. Like he's only at, at there. And, and, and I would, you know, I, I, and I don't like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these are people who we served with for a while who, 
like I said, seemingly are like minded, and then you step out, and then it's like hmm. you're like a stranger to them. Like, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things people said to me when I tweeted my tweet, where people were like, "Yeah, it's like when I was there, people were so loving and so nice, and then I stopped going, and I see them outside, and they yeah. they act like they don't know who I am, right. and they don't speak to me, and and, and hmm. a lot of people <laughs> were, were were talking, a lot of people, you know, hmm. kind of echoed that same sentiment off, off my hmm. So I don't, I know it just it's sad to see that you know a lot of people feel that way they feel the way right i feel but like i said hopefully you know there there can be some change there can be some like you said yeah. some change to, to well the, i just to the culture i just kind of feel like you know what there's a time and a season for everything so uh, you know everybody have their own particular seasons and mm-hmm. they don't necessarily run in accordance to our four natural seasons you know yeah. whatever season that you are in your life you know god has you in that season and then when your season is up in that particular area then you know what he'll he'll take you to another another season you know yeah, and yeah. so apparently i'm just going to say for for those of you and the people who may feel like that maybe your seasons were just up there you know mm-hmm. you know maybe uh you fulfill your duties whatever they were at that time and you know god is relocating you repositioning you mm-hmm. into something different and something better you know right and so but uh, you know you've heard me say this before you know whatever it is that god is leading you to you know the word says that you can't take old uh old wine and pour it into new wine skin so you can't take those old experiences into your new thing right. you got to take the new perspective a new a new mindset a new attitude you know and just let god use you for his glory mm-hmm. and you know, we, you don't know what, like I said, you don't know what God is going to do. Yeah. You don't know what God is going to lead you. But I'm just going to say that apparently at that time, you know, the season was uh, <laughs> yeah. as simple as that. Exactly. And I would encourage anybody too to, you know, don't harp, try, try not to harbor bitterness or unforgiveness or, right. or, or anything like that too. Because that, like we, I think we said that before too. Like, man, that's just holding yourself, holding your emotions bondage. And yeah. nobody deserves that, that power over you. So, you know, because. I, I, like I said, I, I feel fine. Like I don't necessarily feel bitter or angry or anything like that. Right. But I know some people that do. So like I said, I just want to encourage anybody. Like you yeah, know, forgive. You know, forgive. It, it's a long process. It's not going to happen overnight. But mm-hmm. that that's something that's important. That I think that that should be done because you know it, it brings freedom. It unlocks right. freedom, peace, joy, and, and and that's what we need, man. But I think that's I think that's all. Really, it really that's that I wanted to address really just kind of wanted to clarify why okay I was feeling I hope I did and I, and I think you explained yourself quite well I try man you know <laughs> I, I try man now, like I said that was my, my Joe Budden moment right there <laughs> okay. Joe, Joe would have been screaming he probably took his shirt off my shirt my, my, my shirt could come off if, if you wanted to but, you know, I, no I think you can leave your shirt off so I've seen you with your shirt off now, I, but. hey hey no, hey you know the vibes man you know, you know the vibes man. yeah but, so but yeah, man. But like again, I do want to end that. Like I said, it's not that's not a diss, not you know towards anybody individually, not no beef or anything. But that's just yeah, that's my story that I'm telling you. My, well, you know, I think I my think my experience. Well, you know, one I've thing had. about this pod, like I was thinking about this on the way home, and and really the purpose of this this pod is to promote you know positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to promote love. You mm-hmm. know, we promote you know good health. We pr- promote you know quality of life over quantity and mm-hmm. and you know so we're not trying to again like you said we're not trying to diss anybody yeah H- however at the same time 
there's sometimes you just like we said, you just got to keep it real. Yeah, you know, exactly. you just you got to keep it real. If if you're going to get on this pod and you're going to say something, you may as well speak the truth. Yeah. You know, but the word the word tells us to speak the truth in love. So, you know, we don't want to be offensive. And we don't want to yeah, come exactly, from a spirit exactly. of, of condemnation or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, but we want to speak the truth in love. So even then we have to still season our speech with salt. That's mm-hmm. what the word encourages us to do, to season our speech with salt. Yeah, so, you know, but exactly. it's still. And if anybody's listening, they got questions. Most of everybody there got my number. They can hit me. <laughs> Y'all know where I'm at. Y'all know where I be. Yeah. I pulled up last night. Yeah, you know but yeah, man. I think I think that's all we got yeah. out there, man. I, I, like I said, I hope I hope that answered some questions, clarified yeah. some things. Like I said, if not. Y'all can hit me. <laughs> right. uh, what else we got on the topic? That the Grammys was on Sunday. Uh, I did not watch. I did, I did not watch. I did not anticipate another <laughs> slapping occurring. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was like, who's gonna get punched out tonight? No persons were slapped. Yeah. No, no Kanye jumping on the stage and yeah, in, in, interjecting himself into someone's yeah, award yeah, acceptance. No, no, no drama, man. No drama. I why yeah. is that as like a society yeah. we live for the drama? Yeah. <laughs> We live for the tea. Yeah, I actually, to be honest with you, I haven't watched the Grammys in a long time. So. You know, I don't really watch any of those award shows. I, I just don't. It used to be cool, like when, like for instance, like the BET Awards, people would be on yeah. Twitter, like tweeting. We would kind of be like live tweeting the show at the same time, so it felt like you were watching the show with like a million other people. But I don't, don't know. I just don't know if that that feeling really hits. Yeah, you know, if it really hits the same anymore. Yeah, so. well, I, I never watched the Grammys because for one, they don't really promote the type of music that I listen to and, you know a lot of these artists he's I, like you know, Miles I, Davis ain't winning yeah, <laughs> What's the point of yeah, yeah you know so and so you know I I don't really know much of the artists and quite honestly I really don't even care for a lot of the music that they promote so you know yeah. there's really just no need for me so. well I run through the winners that Silk Sonic swept every category See, exactly like who the heck is that uh, that's, that oh is, no that's, that's uh, Anderson Pac yeah, and, and uh, Bruno Mars Bruno Mars yeah yeah the group that they, they yeah so i do know them but i'm not surprised I, here's the thing i'll say about them they're two very like individually like talented people yeah and they came together and then they dropped leave the door open which i'm not a huge fan of that song but i will admit like it's it's a good song it's a great right. song but their album to me actually was like really underwhelming hmm. for as talented as they are and how much they kind of like well they kind of i don't know the rollout and how long it took for the album to come out it was kind of weird and it was only like eight songs hmm. but I feel like as talented as they were, the album was a little underwhelming. Right. But when you're dropping songs like Leave the Door Open and I forgot the name of the other one that's really popular. I kinda expected them to sweep their category. Right. So and, and they're I'm I'm not gonna lie, their uh their speeches were, were pretty funny. They when hmm. they won their last one, Anderson Pac was like, I'm trying really hard to remain humble, but <laughs> he was like, That's what you call a clean sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so much for that attempt. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year. Hey, but hey, but hey, you know, if you win that, yeah, if you win that, hey, hey, you know, it's like it's like I have a Drake quote. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, wow, you know what? That took <laughs> it is what seven twelve. <laughs> so that took almost forty two yeah, minutes. Sorry, I, I was I was releasing some yeah. things. <laughs> but Drake one time said, you know, life is like. Uh, life is like tissue. <laughs> he said, "Life is like toilet paper. <laughs> you're either on a roll, oh my god, or you're taking crap from some a hole." <laughs> so you know, that I, might be, Silk, I think we need to end the part right there. <laughs> so I think Silk Sonic was just on a roll, man. <laughs> 
That was a very interesting perspective. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know what? That makes sense, Drake. I feel you. <laughs> Drake has had some interesting speeches. He's had some mm, memorable moments. Man. Yeah, so. Mm, yeah, but yeah, the Grammys was cool. Lucky Day won a Grammy. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Just, my guy. He won a. Uh, he won. Pro- best progressive R&B album mm. It was not for this album He just dropped Because that right. won't be eligible Until next year but Right Last year for Valentine's Day He dropped a little EP Called Table for Two Tangle? Table Oh Table for Two I was, I was gonna say Does this have anything to do With the entanglement? Oh nah he, <laughs> he, It was called Table for Two And uh, every feature on there Was a girl mm. So that was pretty cool And that, that, uh, that little EP Is really good too mm, So my okay. guy Lucky Day One uh, Tyler the Creator won Best Rap Album, which I figured he would. As much as I love Drake, I will say that Tyler's album is better than his. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of knew Tyler would, would right. into it as much as I would want. But Drake, Drake doesn't care about the Grammys, like, and I, that's what I've realized. Like, well, I, I've realized that people who like half Grammys don't really care. Yeah. But Drake, see, like, he specifically like the last time he won, he got on stage and said. You know, you don't really need this. Yeah. <laughs> he said, if you have people lining up to buy tickets to your shows and stand in line to see you perform, then you've already won. Right. He was like, this doesn't validate you. And then they started playing the music. <laughs> mm. And I think they cut his mic off. Too. <laughs> <laughs> the Grammys were not trying to hear that. <laughs> yeah. They were trying to avoid an, an incident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as, and as big as Drake is, yeah, that message would have impacted people but overall i guess it was a good night at the grams like i said i, I didn't see it so I, I don't i don't know right what all like happened or anything but i just know a little bit of who won doja cat won and scissor won a grammy okay. for whatever song i don't know i think it's kiss me more i don't know but yeah cool cool night good, yeah good night for music i guess I didn't like to say I see it. So well, I congratulations know. to the winners yeah yeah congratulations to the winner but i oh something that was interesting though was John Baptiste won Album of the Year. Problem is, nobody had no idea who John Baptiste was. <laughs> <laughs> People were like, who won Al- Album of the Year? He has an R&B album, so I was like, oh, well, I want to listen to it. But a lot of people were kind of like, maybe I should go listen to this again. Right. <laughs> but he won. He won, like, I think he won, like, eight Grammys. Really? <laughs> so hmm. I, I guess it's good. The Grammys are a little weird. Like, they they don't, I don't, I don't, they don't really be picking right, like. The weekend last year had like his greatest year ever, and he didn't win anything. <laughs> so I, I don't know. But. Yeah, you know, sometimes I I wonder about the people who are on the panel. Who who are the people who make these decisions? Yeah, and how do they come to these decisions? And you know, whose approval did they get to make these decisions? So you know, I, yeah, that's another reason why I don't watch the Grammys. <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like. They would never pick the talent that, that I think is best. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. That's the thing. They you don't. Know, they so. don't care about the music that I yeah, care so. about. So it's it's a it's a you thing. know what what is the criteria that determines that this this particular song or this particular album is better than this one over here? You oh, know? I don't know because Jasmine Sullivan. I think she won best R and B album, and then there was another album she another category she was nominated for, and she tied with really? Silk Sonic. Hmm. So people were like, "Oh, they, they just weren't going to let Silk Sonic lose. Yeah. <laughs> they were either going to win or get in a tie." So yeah, I don't yes. I don't really know how the voting system works. Yeah, so I wonder I'm if it's sure. based on sales. I mean, what's the criteria? I would have been talking so, that know. talk like, "Yo, my album is better than Silk Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this Grammy." <laughs> But yeah, any shout out, shout out to the Grammys, man. Yeah, Dad, I have more things to address, more things to get off my chest. Oh boy! And honestly, I think this one hurts me more than the Lakewood rant. And this would be 
you know, I came in here maybe about five, six weeks ago. I don't know. And I, I said, I said, you can have power. <laughs> oh, I, I said, know where we're going now. <laughs> I said, you can, you can have whatever else. Should we have some on. music playing? <laughs> this uh, is so dramatic. <laughs> I said, you know, I, I got you there. I said, you know, you can have... like uh, one of those sad viol- violin oh, yeah, solos yeah. or something. I said, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can have Power Book, Ghost 2, whatever whatever it was. You know, I came in here and I, and I really talked to that talk. So they should be on look, Power Book 3 now because this is a season about Tommy. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came in here and I and I repeatedly said that Franklin Saint was on the way, mm. and I it breaks my heart to say it, but season five of Snowfall <laughs> has been absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the last three episodes I've watched it, I'm like they wrote that with a straight face, <laughs> like and, and 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 again, like I ain't gonna lie, the episode of this mm. pod might might just be called it ain't just me <laughs> a lot of people have been on twitter like is it just me or snowball been trash? <laughs> so i i don't know what's going on and there was a tiger involved in the last two episodes mm. this episode they ate they ate like laced chocolate strawberries and they were all like tripped out at a wedding mm. spencer was i'm spencer <laughs> i now i'm thinking of all american <laughs> Franklin was losing his mind. There were there were some good scenes in it, but right. it was just kind of like, what are we doing? Man? So is like, the season still going on? Yeah, it's still going on. Okay. Yesterday, it actually got renewed for its sixth and final really? season. I said, thank God, because after this season, <laughs> it needs to be a wrap. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. And I know John Singleton, he created the show. Uh, which, yeah. know, he's passed away. Yeah, so right. a lot of people are speculating. Like They're saying that his presence is like him not being there. They think that's kind of hmm. a big thing right. on it. So, huh? I'm not. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure what's going on, but it, it just—it's not hitting the same. And like the first four seasons, like every episode had you like, oh my god, like every episode had right. you like locked in. And like these episodes, it's just like, like it's just like, what's taking so like nobody got shot this past episode, nobody got cursed out, nobody like I was like, what are we doing, man? Like, what, I didn't see not one ounce of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, how many episodes do they do for a season? Like eight? I can't. I think it's. Was it ten? I can't remember. So what episode are they on now? Uh, I think we're on like seventh. This is this was like six or seven. So there's still like some time for for there to be a cliffhanger. Yeah, like there's still some time. They they, they yeah. left us with a little one at the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of happens. You know, some programs like yeah. during the middle, they kind of get a little bit of a lull and then they pick it back up. So. Yeah, hopefully it's a strong finish. But right yeah. now I've been a little underwhelmed <laughs> with Snowfall. So like I said, I'm hoping they pick it up. And like I said, it's one last season, so they're gonna have to pick it up. Right. And, in with the bang I don't know We, I'm, I might need to get in the writer's room be like look no ti- <laughs> no tigers ever again man. oh you know speaking of which I'm not sure if you know this but did you know that uh, uh, one of Barack Obama's daughters is one of the writers on Atlanta uh, no I didn't know that yeah. actually I didn't know mm-hmm. that that's pretty yep. cool that's pretty cool. I would like to be in that writing room I think Atlanta's a mm-hmm. really really well written show yeah. that's one of my that's probably my favorite show right now Um, I know, just love I love that show man. Right. it's like it's super realistic you kind of have to be up to date kind of with just like current events mm-hmm. to kind of catch some of the jokes that they right. throw in there but if you are it's it's really really funny right. i know he i think donald glover he took a little bit of heat because some people were saying he was these first few episodes have been a little bit too like overly focused on like race issues and stuff hmm. i guess 
but he well, was just, you know, he was just kind of like whatever. I just say arts imitate life. Because you know, hey, <laughs> I agree. You know, Donald Glover, he was talking. Well, that that's talk. what Will Smith said. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith said a whole lot. Just for, just for Dave Smith to come out and say, "I wish he didn't slap yeah, Chris Rock." Right. Like, hey, Will, I will like three days Will, after the fact. Will, no, please. actually, a week after the fact. Will, please blink once if you need help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but yeah, man, it, uh-huh. Snowfall, it's, it ain't, it just ain't been hitting like yeah. the way it normally is. But yeah. like you said, hopefully, yeah, there's a there's a rise um, towards the end of this. Season. Right? Yeah, I'm sure there will be. So there's there's it. still there's still hope. Malik. Hopefully, there was a really good scene though with uh Franklin. Man, it was a really really good scene towards yeah. the end that that, that had me that had me kind of locked into the TV. But other yeah. than that, I was kind of like, all right, like what what are we doing, man? But what else we got, Dad? I don't know. I know you got to dip out pretty soon. Well, you know, I, I still got some time. I think I haven't heard anything from your mother. So, so far. You know. uh, baseball is back. Baseball's back tonight. <laughs> Go Strokes. <laughs> like I said, I don't watch baseball till October, so I'll be back with some more interview right. review starting in October. Hopefully the, the Astros are in the mix. This is our first year. Well, this is the year without Carlos Correa. Yeah, you know, I'm really concerned about the Astros, man, because I really? feel like with the exception of, uh, uh, not Correa, but... Um, Altuve. Thank you. I feel like he's like the one remaining star that we have, but I think he's under contract for like the next, what, four years, yeah, he's three like, years? Well, we still have Alex Bregman. He just, he was, he's had injury problems. Like, yeah, but I don't feel like we're like loaded like we were. I mean, the Astros were loaded. Man, yeah, we, we, had a, we had a, we had stars, but we did get Verlander back. We re-signed him. Yeah. Um, but our pitching know, staff is, but. That dude is old. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's coming off that Tommy John surgery, yeah. man, so. I don't know. But we do have a lot of young talent. Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Jose Siri last year. He 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 showed some flashes. Yeah. There's, they got a, they got a rookie. I don't know what his name is, but I know his last name is Pena. And he's, yeah. He showed flashes in spring training. Right. Like I said, we still got Otuve. We got Bregman. I think Bregman's going to have a bounce back year because, yeah. like I said, he he was injured, right? I, I told you the game that I went to, he got hurt at that game, mm. and he kind of was never the same. So I think he's fully healthy now. Um, we still got Jordan. Still got Jordan. We still oh, okay. got we still got Lepena and um, hey, what's his name? Yuli. Yuli Gurriel. Oh, okay. We still uh, who else we got? So we still got some players. Yeah, we still got Michael Brantley, Uncle Mike. Yeah. So we, we still got good time, but we just you know obviously it's hard to replace a guy like Carlos Correa, yeah. especially just because Carlos Correa just seemed like he just seemed like he just made plays when it mattered the most, right. and he just talked that talk. And so I, he was and just I clutch. Love, yeah, and he I was, love the fact that he just he was the one person that was like I'm gonna talk noise, right? But he would always back it up too. So yeah, and it's funny how a lot of the league was <clears throat> trying to. You know, diss the Astros and the cheating and all that. And as soon as Carlos Correa came a free agent, it was, yo, you can come play over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's actually interesting. One of, I think a pitcher for the Red Sox said, he was saying, like, I would be in favor of them, like, taking the title away from them and, 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 and them giving it back. But he was like, I know for a fact that they weren't the only team that was cheating that yeah. year. So he was like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, the, half, that's half the league, to be honest. Where did he sign Correa? With the the twins, Minnesota. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Minnesota. I wonder why he chose Minnesota. I wonder if it's because it's another dome. No, no they don't have a dome, dome anymore. That's something about anymore. their their uh, football dome. That's what I'm thinking about. So. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's weird because he 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 can opt out after year one, so yeah. like he can literally be a free agent after the first year. But it's, and well, it's only like for like a hundred and something meal, right? It's a he said only a hundred. <laughs> well, well yeah. I mean, when you think yeah. about the contract that these he guys get these days, mm-hmm. I mean, especially you know. in baseball, yeah, he got yeah. a three year. I think it was like one hundred eight, which yeah. was. Which that made it more kind of baffling because it was like we couldn't give him that right. anymore. Honestly, yeah. like, ugh, like that's that's crazy. But you know, we'll see, man. Like I said, I 
I'll be locked in, you know, closer to playoff time. That's really when I lock in on the on the Astros. Right. I don't, baseball's too long to to really <laughs> pay yeah. attention to for. They play like they literally play like every day <laughs> for mm-hmm. the next eight months. So report to me back um, in October. And the NBA playoffs are coming soon. Oh yeah, maybe about a week or so. So oh man, it's greatest time of the year. <laughs> NBA basketball on all day, every day for like the next two, three until June, June because I think. When COVID first hit, we had the long pause, and we basically had three NBA seasons in one year, but they did that to kind of get the season back on track. Right. So I think it should, the finals should be back in June this year, so it should be back on track. So I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm looking forward well, okay, to Well, okay, speaking of basketball, no Lakers. <laughs> Lakers have been eliminated. From playoff contention. Do you think we will see the Lakers as they are now? Do you think we will see Anthony Davis? In the Lakers uniform next season? I mean, I don't know how long he's on the contract. You <clears throat> um, know? I don't know. The key for Anthony Davis is just staying healthy. Yeah. Because like, I'm not going to lie. Before the pandemic, I was on record for saying, Anthony Davis is overrated. <laughs> and then every game, he showed me that I was wrong. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I had to eat that. I got to eat those, that, uh, eat that L. Yeah. He's not overrated. He's really good. He just is injury prone. Yeah, and if if he can stay on, and I think like you want to keep a guy like that because he's so talented, but you just don't know about his, his yeah. health. I think the problem is they just the Lakers got rid of all of the guys that did the little things, like they got rid of Alex Caruso, who was a a scrappy guard that right. could play make and and hustle and play hard. They got rid of KCP, who did who did the same. <gasps> Excuse me. They got rid of Kyle Kuzma, who could kind of be that third option guy. Right. They got rid of all those guys that just did little things that right. mattered. They just got a bunch of names who were four or five years out of their primes. Yeah, <laughs> and they just like they just built the team really, really weird. Hmm. And half the guys barely play. Like Kendrick Nunn, I think played like two games and ain't he's been hurt ever since then. They just they just got a bunch of people who were just honestly just washed. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm not really sure what they were going like. What I think on paper the team looks mm-hmm. right, but right. once you really saw it, it was just like, what exactly mm-hmm. were they were they doing? And the sad sad thing is, is Russell Westbrook's going to take all the blame. And yeah, the, and, and the was gonna be, I, I was just about to say that because it seemed like he's been getting the brunt of the of the blame. Mm-hmm. So you know, and he's he hasn't played. You know, I think he, honestly, I think he's get, he's played like Russell Westbrook the whole year. Yeah. The problem is he's just on the Lakers now, so. Yeah. It's amplified because it's L.A. and LeBron's right. on the team. So, everything is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I think you you can only have so many Chiefs on the team, you know. So. Yeah. And LeBron is the chief of and, and the entire NBA. And so. Exactly. And he's, he's LeBron, so, yeah. you know. But, but you know, yeah. I, I heard that uh, Anthony Davis has been getting a lot of harassment, you know, because it, since the Lakers have been eliminated, mm-hmm. people are, like, tweeting, that's all, folks. Oh, yeah. Because he <laughs> wore know, that, he wore that, that shirt, T-shirt yeah. when he was still with the Pelicans, you know, his last yeah. few games. That's what, uh, that was funny because the, the Pelicans' Twitter page actually tweeted on that day. They said, that's all, folks. <laughs> Anyways, like, we're in position for the playing tournament. <laughs> and they were like, yo, the Pelicans waited two years yeah. to get that tweet hmm. off, but... Yeah, they, I know he got upset because they were calling him street clothes because they were like, <laughs> every time we look, he's always in street <laughs> yeah. clothes and never in his uniform because he's always hurt. Yeah. And then he came back, I think a few days ago, and then got hurt. Wow. So I was like, I don't know if he needs to start wearing hot top shoes. Hmm. I, I'm not sure what Anthony Davis needs to do. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Could man. be a diet thing. You know, maybe he needs yeah, to change diet. his diet, work out more. Who knows? He I might don't know. need to work out with John Lucas or something. Yeah. Man. I don't know, but... 
But yeah, man. So what else we got, Dad? I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. What mm, else? We got that. What else we got? Looks like we've hit all of our talking points tonight, Malik. Good. I think Looks like so. that's it. I think so. You got uh You got any? Should we just end in here? I think that's all. I pretty much. I think. Yeah, I think that's all we got. I don't really. Yeah. Have too much. I don't even know if any new music is dropping tonight. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I don't think any any music coming out. I think oh, Forty Two Doug and ESTG have an album coming hmm. out. That should be pretty violent. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake. Oh, Dreamville had a. Um, they dropped a Gangster Girls mixtape with uh, DJ Drama, which is hmm. like a huge thing to do in rap. I see your your dog is trying to get in on the pod. Yeah, he is. Now, what is all that noise? The album is kind of mid. I will not lie, but. Um, it, it's whatever They had to do something For the mm-hmm. festival They had a festival last week So Oh Quickly Kanye dropped out of Coachella A week before Coachella <laughs> hmm. He was supposed to headline And then said He wasn't going And he said He's not bringing Travis Scott With him either So uh, Sounds like typical Kanye Coachella was scrambling For a headliner And they got The weekend And somebody else To replace them And mm-hmm. then I've seen Reports where The weekend said If they don't pay him The 8 million dollars They were going to pay Kanye He's going to drop wow. out so. Wow hmm. So Hey well, that's a nice problem to have, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But he sounds like Kanye's being Kanye. Yeah, so, you know. Sounds like Kanye being Kanye. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to Ye, man. He's been a little quiet recently. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I think I think he needs to get out of the spotlight for a minute. You know, I think maybe he and Will Smith can take a sabbatical. You know? Oh, yeah. They definitely need yeah. some. You know, some, speaking of which, you know, he checked away. himself into rehab. Who Will, Will Smith? Smith. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he uh, he checked himself in the rehab for I think stress. You <laughs> might need to do a lot of things. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He might need to get some weed. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to listen to this part. That's what he should do. Hey, yo, if you, so. if you know Will Smith, send him these episodes, man. We got plenty of episodes that can yeah. change his life. <laughs> really? Exactly. But yeah, man. I uh, I think that's all we got, man. Yeah. I think, think we have too much left. You got any shout outs before we get out of here, then? Um, let's see. No. <laughs> no. Shout out to mom. You know, you know mom. Vibes, man. Mom, mom making the donut. She's making yeah, the donuts. She We're having to, having to work late, so you know. Shout out. Shout out to mom. Yes, so. sir. That's it. That's it. Um, I don't know who I want to shout out. I don't know if I have any 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 shout outs really. I don't know. I just, you know what? Actually, this part I'll just say shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to me, man. That's about it. I'm the boy. I'm the one. You know what? Let's send a shout out to our to our loyal listeners. <sighs> Let's send a shout out to them. You, Those who you, stand you, by you, you just through always, thick and thin. You just always know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we send yeah, a shout man. out to you guys because you're the ones who make this pod possible. Shout out to all the, the new listeners. I'm going to gain when this episode yeah. drops tomorrow. <laughs> shout out to y'all. Hopefully mm-hmm. y'all stick around. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. We'll have more shenanigans, more more jokes, more insight, more more. more Dang, I can't talk more where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have that soon, man. But yeah, man. Shout out to me. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the listeners, man. We appreciate you. And uh yeah, I think that's all we got, man. All right. Well, I go by the name of Malik. It's been love. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um Dad, thank you for joining. It was a pleasure as always. Well, I thank you for having me yet again. Yes, sir. You already know, man. We'll be back same time, same place next week, man. Same city. Same friends if you're looking for me. Y'all be easy, man. Y'all be good. Peace out. Yes, sir.